Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 577 for the week of March 13, 2021. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, bringing you this week's RPG, cat, RPG news, of which there's very little. Um, the weekly cross stitch cam, <laughs> manned by uh, the woman Anna Marie Privetier. Hello. Hi. Joining me as well, Josh Carpenter. Yeah, I'm currently looking at 80s uh, anime OVAs. And Kelly Ryan. Hey, if Josh, if you want a good laugh, watch the Shin Megami Tensei one. That oh. one's pretty horny. Oh, that sounds, that sounds delightfully awful. <laughs> There's all kinds of weird OVAs on YouTube that, that just have never been taken, cop- t- taken down because of copyright, because nobody cares. And <laughs> You get down such a rabbit hole. And I mean, to me, it's really interesting because 80s anime was like a whole style. Yep. Uh, particularly if you, if you would rent one from Blockbuster and it wouldn't exactly be kid-friendly. And the next thing you know, you're closing your door because you don't want your mom to think that you're watching hentai or anything. What's the name of this 80s SMT. I think it's just called Shimagami Tensei. Find it. I found Devil Children. Um, do Shimagami Tensei Ova. I'm kind of interested in these weird kids <laughs> SMT properties. Oh, Devil Children? Yeah. That was a Game Boy game. Oh. Oh, yeah, that- here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you're curious what we're referring to, we are live Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. And so Chris has oh, a this new the whole camera. Thing. And so we have me cross-stitching and Chris's face as he reacts to this Shimigami Tensei anime and the chat being like, what? I hope Twitch doesn't ding you for this, Chris. For what? Um, showing copyrighted stuff on Twitch. We're transformatively parodying. I'm just saying, if if they'll censor Metallica, they'll censor anything. Yes, but the official Twitch channel is big, and we are not. I don't know what's going on, because I can't find the opening. Makes me sad. Just the OVA. I thought thought it was like an opening sequence that'd be corny. No, the whole thing is corny. It's 80s Mm. anime. Well, uh, ooh, Wizardry 1 OVA. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's crunchy. I'm going to say, did anyone mistakenly uh, rent the Final Fantasy one that was supposed to be a sequel to 5? Oh, I back loved in the that. I loved that anime. I got it on a, Oh, gosh. I got it on VHS and never watched it. Someone gifted it to me, and it looked terrible. Somebody conjured up a naked chocobo that ran ran off in that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, aren't they always naked? They're my, just animals. My I'm first confused. anime was like Ninja Scroll. Besides Pokemon, oh yeah. So. <laughs> I, no, hold on. How is a chocobo naked? I'm very confused. Didn't have any feathers? Oh, oh. How dare they? That's scandalous. 
Why is there a motorboat in this Final Fantasy Legend of the Crystals anime? It's technically a sequel to five. Is it five? I thought it was one yeah. of an earlier one of the earlier ones. No, it's a sequel to five because Mid shows up as a oh, ghost. Oh wow, that Chocobo has no feathers. What yeah. the heck? That poor Chocobo. <laughs> what in the world is this garbage? <laughs> is this a one shot thirty minute anime go. that's somehow yeah. This looks terrible. <laughs> they all were. I don't see how anime had any fans in the 80s and 90s. No, I wa- I've watched several seasons of Fist of the North Star, and that's not... It's not terrible. <laughs> all right. It's not so, a ringing endorsement. <laughs> carrying on. <laughs> Kelly? Yes. What have you been playing this week? I am very nearly done with Ease 9. I am at the final chapter, and I'd unlocked almost most of the map that I can unlock at this point. I beat the optional boss last night, which, by God, that was a damage sponge. Oh, man. I So I did that, too. And, I mean, I'm playing on very easy. But mm-hmm. also, I have kind of finite mobility in my one arm and so by the time i finished that boss my hand was killing me yeah i my hand was killing me too and i don't have finite mobility but it was still killing me Ooh, what is this last order final fantasy there, 7 there was 4K. another ova that was the later ova but um i'm probably oh, okay. gonna try to finish the game tonight I I have not had a chance to game very much this week. I spent like Monday and Tuesday trying to um, finish some miniatures that I'd started because it was bothering me that they weren't finished. And then Wednesday night I recorded a backtrack, so that took up all night. And then because I was kind of waiting around to record backtrack, um, just for the sheer curiosity of it, I booted up Skyrim. And ended up getting sucked into it so hard that that's all I played uh, Thursday night was Skyrim. I I know. Say what? What are you playing it on? PC. Okay. So you can mod the heck out of it. Have you made everything Thomas the Tank Engine yet? Not not yet. Um, Mainly because I want to do that, save that for like a second playthrough. But I did mod myself in like. 5,000 weights so that I can carry whatever I want. And then I, this morning I modded in like all the shopkeepers having thousands of gold so that I can just sell stuff as I want. And um, I did some stamina mods and stuff like that so that I can kind of tailor the game my way. That That is the only reason why I'm playing on PC is so that I can kind of tailor the game my way. And I, I'm running around as a Khajiit. I'm doing a, kind of a hybrid mage one-handed build so that I zappy zappy things with one hand and then as I run out of mana can stabby stabby things with the other and it's it's really fun um, especially when it goes into kind of the slow motion animation uh, so sorry not, I'm distracted you're not punch cat? no I'm zappy stabby I love, cat I love the punch cat is punch cat just a bare handed yes punch cat it was a 
it was a very short-lived meme around when Skyrim was first out. Yeah, I feel like I can, I understand a lot of the memes now, and p- part of why I got sucked into Skyrim is because I have a friend that does um, Skyrim fan fiction comics on Fur Affinity, and it's like okay, now I have context for some of the stuff. Like, um, she pairs her Kajit character with uh, Ulfric, and I didn't realize that that was Ulfric in the opening cutscene. I'd seen that opening cutscene dozens of times never realized that that was who that was supposed to be so i'm gonna go yeah um ulfric the uh how much of skyrim have you played chris out of curiosity i i only got halfway or so one of the big decisions is whether or not you're going to join the stormcloak rebellion or the empire oh is the other dude in the cart the leader of the rebellion is that the idea yeah, it's yeah, it's the guy that's the leader of the rebellion. That's his name is Ulfric. Okay, I didn't he's... get long enough, far enough to actually choose or really get in touch with the rebellion because I don't know if the thing about Skyrim, it's real easy to get distracted. Oh yeah, I'm learning. That. I got distracted. I mean, that's you in all games, Chris. But I got I got very obsessed with inventory management and putting in house mods and being able to collect all the things and have rooms of suits of armor that I've collected and built with my blacksmithing. I maxed out my blacksmithing. That was more important than progressing the story. There's a lot of things that were more important than progressing the story. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm horribly distracted too. I came to the real estate. Well, what I've tried to start Skyrim for years and just never could get into it and I didn't know why and then this time around I started and I'm like wait it's clicking for me why is it clicking oh yeah because this is Breath of the Wild but for adults like as soon as I got the horse I'm like yeah. this game really reminds me, See that mountain? reminds me of Breath of the Wild you can go, no, there. go there Yeah. <laughs> where do you think that comes from <laughs> yeah so I, I'm going to continue with it I'm going to kind of like Play with it on the weekends, some or whatever. Maybe when I finish up some of these games, because I, I'm in one of those. I'm, <laughs> I've got gaming ADD again. I bounced off the of strikers because it wasn't really grabbing me, at, and that's not a problem with the game. It's more of a me problem right mm-hmm. now. Um, anyway, because it, I really need to finish East Nine. I need to get that off my plate. And aside from Skyrim, the only other thing I've played is Bravely Second. And am I just an idiot? Or even on easy mode, is that game really hard? Um, bosses are hard. Okay. So it isn't just me. Not just you. Okay, because I just unlocked the Bard class. And my god, that boss just destroyed me. I, I won it with only one person left alive. And if... Seth wouldn't have went into special mode. I probably would have had to restart the fight. I don't think I like those games' battle system. Um, are you using um items? No, I probably need to use items. Huh? Yeah, one that's a big thing is using items. Well, it. I thought the whole big thing was coming up with synergistic job combinations. That definitely and like you helps. You have to do that. Like and you like, have to care about your job. You, you can't just level a job and affect 
expect overpower. You definitely do. Um, the tricky part is, with the bard fight is he buffs himself. Yeah. And so you either have to wait for the buffs to fall off and then brave like crazy. Or you have to know that Vanguard has debuffing skills. Yeah, I know that Vanguard has debuffing, but I was being an idiot and wasn't using it because I was trying to elemental weakness him to death. And I guess that doesn't really work all that well. Um, It doesn't because he buffs himself. Yeah. And the way that Bard works is um, not only do you get skills that buffing skills that you can stack but the bard itself has abilities that make those buffs last freaking forever yep that that makes sense so so um yeah i I finally got the bard and i'm i'm noticing in this one too that a lot of these starter classes don't have a lot of passives that are really that useful Unlike the first games where you could get passives that could you could just destroy like right off the bat. So there are really useful passives, but they're much higher up than they were in previous games. Mm-hmm. So like um, both White Mage and Black Mage have two really nice passives, but one is level five <laughs> and the other one is level nine. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I'm trying to get Elvis right now to... To level no no I already got levels to level nine for the passive I'm trying to get um, Gloria up to level nine with Black Mage for that passive because yeah I'll bet that one will be really useful for a magic build when I get there yeah um, and like JP up is level nine on the freelancer and then JP up and up is twelve mm-hmm. so it's a pretty significant investment to. Um, get those skills on somebody. I actually still don't have those skills on Elvis, and I'm level thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done a significant amount of grinding. Um, the I actually showed it on stream at one point, but there is a so in right outside of Halcyon, you head north, and you go over the bridge and. There is uh, a flower monster, uh, Lian Shi. And right beside where she spawns, she's like a purple flower, pink flower that doesn't move. That's how you know it's her. And just to the right of her is an entrance into a mini dungeon. And so what I've done is I um, main people in the job that I'm trying to level and then I sub-job them into Vanguard and then I put two weapons on each person and then I do cross-cut. Okay. I brave into four cross-cuts. And the nice thing about beating up these special monsters, or if I'm leveling a magic class, I sub as a black mage. The nice thing about um, beating up these named monsters that stand still is they actually drop weapons that they're weak to. Oh, cool. So um, that flower lady, she drops main gauche, which are daggers, and she's weak to daggers and swords. 
And so I, I was farming her for my JP and my experience for quite some time. I've actually just switched up to a snake that's in the desert. I think I switched to the snake in the desert when I was around 32 or 33 because the snake is weak to swords and he drops the defender sword, which is better than any sword that I can still buy in the game. Okay. I might need to go farm that, that flower some just to kind of get some of my job levels. Yeah, no, I mean, it was totally worth it. It was fantastic. Go, go farm that snake. Cause yeah, I did. I did find that I had to grind a little bit before I could even get through that, uh, that desert dungeon alive. And, um, I, at least said that everything was running away from me, so I wasn't constantly getting into fights. But then later on, there's like those huge hulking things that then show up that are just kill you. Oh yeah, they are scary. <clears throat> and I, th- I think part of the struggle that I'm having with this particular version of Bravely is that you can't adjust the encounter rate to kind of nope. compensate for sucking or lack of sucking. Yeah, it, I will say that is a little frustrating. It is. It is. And I, I get the kind of compromise that they did where they um, made it so that monsters like run away from you and stuff. But it, I liked being able to mess with the encounters. So, I mean, there is one neat thing that comes out of that enemies run away from you system in that there was um, one place where I was in a square room and all the things were running away from me. So... um I ended up farming by shoving everything that ran away into one corner. Oh, yeah. And then doing a chain battle. And I think I got up to like chain eight or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, yeah, I can do that too. I mean, I'm loving the game so far. Don't get me wrong. I miss this um, old school combat system and stuff like that. I just felt like... I wasn't getting the hang. I, I feel like I'm not getting the hang of the difficulty curve yet, and I'm also mildly frustrated about the sleep mode thing because I keep forgetting. Okay, sometimes I back out to the menu to put the game to sleep because I'm trying to pause the game, quote unquote, pause the game, and that whole sleep mode exploration thing doesn't work if you do that. Oh yeah, it does. Oh, it does. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, I must have backed out of the game by accident then. Yeah, if you close the game without saving, that will reset your um uh, the the boat. Yeah, yeah, I, I learned that the hard way because it's like okay, it's been going all day. I've surely I've got rewards, and I and it didn't work, and I'm annoyed. But I'll get past that because that boat thing is really handy for getting a bunch of JP orbs. Yeah, no. I mean, what I tend to do is if I'm not farming bosses, like if, if I'm going through an area, then I'm just like fighting things to put them in my encyclopedia or capture them as a Beastmaster. Um, I tend to keep um, the freelancer skill on at least my character and sometimes one other, and I'm constantly foraging. Mm-hmm. And so like... Not only do I have a ton of money, I also have all of the items that I ever want. Like, I haven't bought a tent ever. (laughs) And I am constantly throwing weapon weakness items because they 
get foraged a lot and I have tons of JP orbs. And before you use JP orbs, make sure you put your JP up and JP up and up skills on because it does affect the orbs. Yeah. Well, that that's going to be one of those skills that's just going to constantly be on characters at all times. So I actually don't keep it on my characters at all time because JP up and up takes two slots. Oh, so okay. by the time you have JP up and JP up and up on, you are taking up three of your five slots. I didn't realize they stacked. They do. Because I only got up to JP up just to kind of get me through. I need to go grind JP up and up. And um, I, I guess I just kind of need to rethink my whole strategy, but that's a me problem. Yeah, having Bard is great. Um, until just be careful because there are some enemies, including that, um, flower chick that I was talking about that have a reaction against, um, singing. Okay. So, uh, I actually got kind of frustrated when I was playing on stream because I was fighting a boss and I had taken both sing and Vanguard off of my characters because, um, there had been several bosses in a row where they reacted to one or the other or both. And so I had kind of stopped using them. And then I got hooped because I wasn't raising my defense. I wasn't lowering their attack. And so I was just getting blown away by these huge multi-target attacks. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a step back from this. I'm going to think about what I'm doing. I'm going to think about the classes that I've recently unlocked. And then I'm going to move forward. So I put Beastmaster on somebody and I captured like, two dozen monsters in the general area. Mm. And when I was attempting to use them, I was like, oh, wait, one of the monster types that I captured right before this boss is actually this is boss's weakness. Also, I discovered most bosses can be paralyzed. Oh, okay. So um, you can get um, bees and... Yeah, mostly bees, and there's one other type that have a move called Benumb. That works on bosses. It's awesome. Because I found so nice it frustrating when you can actually that... use status effects on bosses. Yes. Yeah, because poison doesn't seem to be working on bosses. No, isn't that obnoxious? Yes, because I used poison a lot in the last games. Yeah. I I think they went overboard on attempting to air quote fix the problems that bravely second had mm -hmm. where it was like, well, you just poison a boss and then sit back and defend. Yeah. Didn't seem like it was that simple in the original. I mean, I still had, you know, bosses that were pretty challenging. Oh, we're actually talking about bravely second on next two weeks backtrack. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be diving back into that game at some point just to kind of look at my profile. I like Bravely Second. I feel like it was a better game than the first Bravely Default. Oh, but yeah. Anyways. Oh, yeah. It, it fixed a lot of the problems with the first game, but it still had other problems on top of it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I I don't know who's doing the review for Bravely Default 2, um, but I, I don't know. This is going to be a funny one. Oh, hey, they're doing the hurting in this video that I was talking about. Hurting. Oh, yeah. Where you push a whole bunch of monsters together for a really good JP. They're just doing yeah. it in a different spot than I was doing it. 
Yeah, and, and bear in mind for me, this is very early game, so I certainly haven't, like, found my legs yet. I mean, I've only locked, like, what, five jobs thus far. Um, I got a little sidetracked uh, trying to do the starting of Persona 5 Strikers, and like I said, that just wasn't clear. I mean, I've I've kind of stopped Persona 5 Strikers because I have both Bravely Default 2 and Persona 5 Strikers as physical games. And I just don't like messing with the small cards excessively. Yeah, I'm about to break down and buy me like a huge cart portfolio because my husband bought one and he stuck all of his Switch cards in it. And I'm about the same thing so that when I switch cards, then all of my stuff is like right there all at once. So I have a the Breath of the Wild case that came with the collector's edition, and it holds a whole bunch of games. So that's where I keep mine. Yeah, I, I mean, I have like a little cigarette case that I keep a selection of cards in, but um, I want to eventually just put my whole Switch library in folio so that when I'm because when my Monster Hunter comes around, I'm going to be switching cards like crazy. Right. Playing Mon Hun with Chris and everybody, and then going back to whatever Switch game I'm currently on. And you know, you would you would think that I would switch to digital at some point, but I'm still kind of stubborn like that. <laughs> well, that and me and Vaughn um, loan games to each other all the time, and it's just it's just easier to have physical husband. You keep no. disappearing, Kelly. Your voice keeps disappearing. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Did I move so my microphone? Weird. I don't know. It's this thing that your system does sometimes, and it's just doing it crazy today. Um, I wonder if it's the internet. We've I've had problems with my range extender. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. All right. But, yeah, that, that's all I've been playing. All right. Josh, what have you been playing? <laughs> The same old, same old. Uh, I got. I, I probably would have finished Cold Steel for, for this week, but I got slightly distracted by uh, listening to audiobooks and playing uh, Madden. <laughs> strangely enough, but uh, I, I'm right at the end of Cold Steel Four. I'm going to finish that thing this weekend. I'm, I'm in the very last dungeon. I've got like two of the rivalries left, um, so almost finally done. I finally got to the point in the game where the the connection is between. All the uh, the mainline Kiseki games and Nayuta no Kiseki ties in, at least where, where the fans think it does. So Nayuta now, no now Kiseki I understand why the, is the spinoff, the the action RPG spinoff the on the Spy PSP that they're in doing. Kiseki yes, close. Correct. Correct. So so there is a fan theory on how those two games on how the overall Kiseki series ties into Nayuta and there's like one there's like two lines here at the end of Cold Steel 4 that basically the theory is based upon and like I'm like okay yeah <laughs> it's there <laughs> I can't unfortunately it's one of those things like I was thinking about it. I'm like I guess I can't really say any kind of spoilers for you know both games but it's interesting. There's a there's a whole lot of uh, uh, Falcom news this week since it's their 40th anniversary. Ooh, so they, oh they, wow! They got lots of news. Yeah, 1981. They've been around for a very long time. They're as old as I am. Yeah. 
What have you been playing, Emma? I have been playing so much Bravely Default 2. <laughs> so much Bravely Default. To the point yeah, where... You're much further than me. When I'm not streaming, I tend to be grinding offline to um, get up new jobs or to do side quests or to um, just kind of work on uh, fiddling with my characters and stuff. It's been really fun. Um, but because it's it's taken up so much of my time. Um, the only other thing that I've really been playing is a visual novel called Strawberry Vinegar. I have not heard of this. What is this? So this is, you know, normally when I do um, visual novels, I tend to stick to P-Cube and Axis because they're the two companies that I know um, have at least decent translations, although eyeballing you, Axis, you've kind of fallen down on it recently. Please <laughs> give your editors more time to edit. Thank you. Um, Call across Malice's switch translations. A thing. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And it sucks because the Vita version is so good and then the switch translations. Anyways, um, so Strawberry Vinegar is about a young girl who... Um, lives in a house with her house husband, dad and her mom being a famous actress and a demon shows up because she wants to eat Japanese food and go to Japanese school because um, anime is very popular in hell. So hell is America. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, no one believes her when she says she's a demon. They're like, oh, yes, horns are a cute little fashion accessory these days. Can we go back to the house husband, dad? Yeah, he's, he's what awesome. What does that mean? He stays home and cooks. That's but what he does. Is it her father or not? No, it's her. It's her father. But also a house husband? Yes, because the wife but is... But that's her dad. He, no. Her father is a house husband, and her mother is a famous actress, so she is the breadwinner. Got it. Is that clear for you now? much better. Okay. Was very concerned, and then you threw the demon in, and I got more concerned. I I like that the number one feature they have listed on the uh, page for this game is succulent mouthwash. Art of oh food. my god, the food <laughs> art in this game is so good. Okay, so it is the There's notable. a lot of food art for no reason. So, and I, I think the thing that blows me away is the localization of this is really good. Really, really good. Huh. huh. Which you wouldn't Surprising expect. for such a, a low-budget kind of visual novel. Yeah, and so, like, the price kind of scared me off a little bit at first, and also that I had never heard of this company. It's Ratalika Games. I'm sure I'm using their... I'm sure I'm mispronouncing their company name. But, um, yeah, they kind of, like, exploded onto the scene a few years ago, and their work has been excellent and i was kind of a little leery because most of the people that i know that were like oh they're so good you should play their games i'm like yeah but all you do is play visual novels and you're really forgiving of mistakes and having been 
a script editor for video games for way too long at this point, I, it bugs me when I see bad localizations. So I'm just, oh. I'm, I'm like, maybe this isn't for me. But I was pleasantly surprised. This is really, really good. The translation makes me laugh out loud a lot. Well, that's good. So I am really enjoying it. There's a lot of replayability because there's a whole bunch of different endings. Like when she shows up and is like, I'm a demon and I'm going to live in your house for a week. If you say no, it's just game over. (laughs) Which I thought was hilarious. It's so much better than the, oh, but, but don't you, don't you really want me to let, let me stay? There is no, but thou must. Make the right choice. (laughs) Dost thou love me, but thou must. So yeah, that's the extent of what I've been playing this week. And I have actually been clipping all of the um, playthrough that I have been doing of Bravely Default 2. So if you go to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash rpgamer, um, you can actually watch me play through the game. They're under collections. It's called Pause Plays Bravely Default 2. So what have you been playing this week, Chris? Oh, I finished Atelier Ryza. Yay! You have beat a game. Yay. I have it. Yeah, look at me. Did you like it? Yes, I did. The story is kind of garbage, but I really liked playing. He turned me. to me randomly one day and he's like, I think I beat Atelier. <laughs> I'm like, you're not sure? He's like, no, not really. I'm like, all right, Google Atelier Rise of Final Boss. Okay, did you beat this person? Mm-hmm. Okay, there is a super boss left. You have to beat the five elementals. Oh, I've beaten three of those. And so I guess you went and beat the other two and then the super boss? Yeah. So and then there was the question, should I spend $50 on DLC or move on to the next one or do something else? I'm glad I'm not the only person that's done that where I'm like, wow, that boss was really hard and then roll credits. Like, wait, what? I was at the end of the game? That happens to me a lot if I'm not following a walkthrough where I know I'm at the end of the game. That happened to me with one of the Etrian Odyssey games where I was like, this dragon's huh. kind of hard, but I'll make it through. And then I did. And then the credits <laughs> rolled. And I'm like, oh, that was the end. Okay. That happened to me with Final Fantasy twelve of all things. Wow, the, the boss is hard and these cutscenes are really long. Oh, floofy hair. Yeah. Yeah, I can see if you didn't know going into it that that was going to be the final boss that you could just mistake it as another plot beat. Yep. I can see that. All right. (laughs) What else did you play this week, Chris? Uh, uh, I started playing Harvest Moon One World. And then... And then the game bugged out. <laughs> yes, you got a game-breaking bug that exactly two people in the world have gotten, including I'm you. special. <laughs> it's okay. I, I restarted the game, or re, I reloaded the game. It's not, like, permanently game-breaking, but it means I can't save anymore. So I have to restart the game, or reload the game. Like, restart, like, restart computer, not restart from scratch. And then um, I've pretty much caught up already because I'm getting good at farming. I'm just surprised you decided to play this because you I'm don't like farming games. games that you, 
Listen, I didn't like Hometown Story either, but I finished that piece of garbage. <laughs> okay, fair. I'm I interested that, in the uh, games you make. Not, I thought that Not Harvest Moon, um, what was the other one? Stardew Valley was your exception, that you liked that one. He fell asleep three times playing it. I think it's the one that I would be most interested in actually getting into and going hardcore on. But yeah, it's just, I have trouble, like, uh, 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 Chris, wake up. Stop snoring. (laughs) You got it. Oh, man, I'll bet uh, playing in your nice new bed would even make that worse. (laughs) We got a new bed this week. We ordered a bed in August or September of last year, and it finally got (laughs) delivered because COVID manufacturing delays. So we've got a new bed, and my switch stand fits it better because it's lower to the ground, and um, the bed is. And now playing Harvest Moon bed is even more delightful. And I have room because it's a king bed. We've upgraded to a king bed. Now we have enough room for two people who are overweight. It's amazing. And the cats. And the cats come on more. Yeah. They're like, we like space. You are not providing us with enough space. So we're going to go sit in this small, tiny bed where we're literally on top of each of our siblings. <laughs> well, yeah, because cats sleep in piles. But they wouldn't. That's what's cute about them. It won't pile on me. Get yourself a blanket that's sufficiently comfortable and they will. I apparently don't have... I don't own one, apparently. I, 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 I have this one blanket, blanket that... <laughs> man, this one blanket that I have, if I get put that on me, then my cats just, like, pile on me. I need to switch blankets because the blanket that I'm using right now, none of the cats like the texture of it. So I need mm-hmm. to switch back to one of the other ones that they do. I had to launder mm-hmm. a whole bunch of my lap blankets. So. They're very interested in the hemp duvet cover we have now. Yeah, linen, linen. Whichever it is. So we, we switched to um, hemp sheets and a linen duvet cover to see if it would help um, Chris's skin issues. Okay. What skin issues have I been having lately? I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever it is. I don't think that's why we switched. But we wanted to try these, and they looked nice. And they were reasonably priced. Mm, Sure. They were no more expensive than nice cotton. I don't like the way cotton pills. Anyway, we got the new sheets, and the cats really like um, putting their claws into them. So that's great. They either like it or they're going to destroy them or both. Better the sheets than you. Yeah, that's true. We cut everybody's nails yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Twinkle Toes' <laughs> claws. Oh, my gosh. She has claws, contrary to popular opinion. They're just strange and completely missing from one foot. This poor See, kitty. This poor kitty was born without like the last bone on most of her of most of her toes. Well, and she also only has 3 and a third toes on each She's foot. missing toes. She's missing the last bone on most of the toes. Well, many of the toes, I guess, because back toes mostly okay. Other than the number. The number. <laughs> and then the front toes, her claws what the, what her skin grew for claws 
without a bone to anchor them to. They're strange. They're strange. They go sideways. He's so sad. No, she's not sad. She's actually very happy. She does. She's the most cutest, adorable, no problems with her lot in life cat I've ever met. She's like, um, Bessie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bessie from Kitten Academy, for those that don't yeah. know. Has like a neurological disorder, but she doesn't yeah. care. She's Wobbly like, kitten. yeah. Wobbly kitten syndrome, I believe, is what it's called. It's very cute. She's very floofy. I love her floof. All right. I watch. I watch her on Instagram. I have her on Instagram too. So I think that's what everybody's been playing. So we are going to jump into feedback. Um, I don't know what the question of the week was last week because I wasn't talking. Um. Do you subscribe to a service, a gaming service? Gotcha. Right. So we got a couple of replies. Fully Rendered says, uh, I am subscribed to Apple Arcade because Fantasian. I might buy a DualShock 4 unless the rumored Super Switch has MFI Bluetooth Joy-Cons. Um, even though Fantasian out isn't out yet, I have already joined because I wanted to try certain compelling games like Skate City and Ocean Horns 2. I also like the games for my kid's phone because I don't have to worry about gotcha mechanics or other in-app purchases. And the monthly sub-cost is included in my Apple One family plan since we already pay for Apple Music Family anyways. Also, I kind of want more excuses to buy an Apple TV and a DualShock 4. Other than That's how Nin- Apple gets you. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Nintendo Switch Online for the game cloud backup service and the Super Nintendo games, I have not really considered other game services. Um, on the other hand, uh, gaming professor says I have dabbled with a lot of different subscription services, but haven't seemed to stick with many of them. Apple arcade seems cool, but outside of various day life, I have never found anything. Stadia is cool in theory, but the library is almost nothing. Nowadays, the only two I have is game pass, which I love because I can play quality games anywhere and shadow, which lets me play PC games anywhere, including on GOG and So we have a different question of the week this week, and it may seem like a little bit out of left field. Uh, For those who are on the Twitch channel during the pre-show where we were kind of chit-chatting, you will understand this. But we were talking about um, the the schoolyard fibs you heard growing up. And so (laughs) we were talking about, you know, uh, the my uncle works at Nintendo trope and other fibs. So, I want you to tell us your best My Uncle Works at Nintendo fib you heard on the schoolyard growing up. I think mine was definitely that if you found a way to move a truck in the old Pokemon games, Mew was underneath the truck. Yep. Everybody had a different idea for how to move the truck. I think the best one that I heard was that in Sonic 3, if you entered a certain code into the game, then Sonic and Knuckles would come out and start dancing to a Michael Jackson song. What? (laughs) Yeah, that was that was weird. And at the time, I had no idea that Michael Jackson had worked on the game. So my BS detector was even like four at the time. And then it was like, well, when I heard that later, it's like, well, wait a minute, could that have been true? 
and they, I did just to say I tried that code multiple times and never got anything. So that any, was the best one I heard. Any fun schoolyard untruths you heard growing up, Josh? I can't really think of any off the top of my head. I'm sure there were some good ones. Eclipse has decided to come visit me and is standing on top of my cross-stitch, so I can't do it now. No, you don't get to sit on top of my cross-stitch. No, that's... Don't... Uh... All right. Cats love to help with crafts. If you want to <laughs> send us feedback for the show, there are a bunch of ways to do so. One, you can email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. You can call or text us your answer at 608-729-4098. Um, you can come hang out in the Twitch chat. Um, we are live noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. We're actually live seven days a week, almost morning, noon and night. So we have tons of content for you to check out. Um, or you can do like a gaming professor and fully rendered and uh, come to the site and drop a comment in the show thread. All right, so moving on to news. Beep, 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 beep. Um, we actually have one editorial this week. Yes. But it's huge. Um, it is yeah, massive. Yeah, it's huge. Not only is it huge, it's very creative, because Sam Watcher and Michael Baker did a dual review for Atelier Ryza 2 and the Legend, or what is it, Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy? Yes. And yeah, their whole review is kind of like a banter back and forth, kind of like a um, like a text version of a Siskel and Ebert review. <laughs> that is accurate. So yeah, you can go read that. They gave it a three out of five. Um, <laughs> the biggest complaint that I agree with is that they set up Claudia and Ryza to be a couple and then pull the rug right out from under the player, which yeah, I I hate that. Let the girls be together, damn it. But they did say that it's great growth for the original cast of characters and has a fantastic soundtrack. So, there's that. I'm also distracted because your cat is so cute on stream right now. <laughs> but don't worry, she's coming back. No, don't stand on the... Don't sit on it either! <laughs> oh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> pet the cat, pet the cat, pet the cat. <laughs> hey, it, at least it's not your cat trying to cover up your paints and nearly making an entire mess. That's uh, on, on, on the cat and everywhere else. I will yes. say the one thing I appreciate is the cats have like zero interest in my diamond paintings and Good. in the diamonds. And so that at least saves me from a lot of hassle. Yeah, that gives, like doing perler beads, that gives me so much anxiety because Zora likes to dig through my little tubs of perler beads and make a huge mess. Anyway, um, speaking of cats, we've got uh, another Eden the Cat Beyond Time and Space giveaway. This is that mobile game that is coming to Steam, apparently. Okay, I nope. I can't wait to try this out. I tried to play this on mobile, but if I felt like every time I tried to boot it up, it had updates that took forever downloading. 
So, um, giveaway is only available to residents of the U.S. And to enter the contest, you need to log into the Gleam widget window and visit Steam's page. Follow RP Gamer on Twitter, visit RP Gamer's Facebook page and YouTube channel, and or retweet the giveaway announcement. I don't know if you have any other commentary. <laughs> what are we giving, are we giving away a copy? Oh, each of the five winners will receive a, uh, an art book and an oversized keyboard plus mouse or keyboard slash mouse mat. Those are really nice. I I feel like every time I turn around, I'm wearing one of those stupid things out. So <laughs> unfortunately, I'm not eligible to enter. I know. I saw this like I'm going to enter the contest. Oh darn! I'm staff. Oh well. I, I also just saw you on the stream yeet your cat. <laughs> <laughs> and she's back. Eclipse, I love you, but go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Oh, what? Anna fights a cat. Kelly, are you going to tell us about Monster Hunter? Yeah, I got distracted trying to write down a tidy title. <laughs> Capcom has so, yes, we got monster. monster we we got tons of Monster Hunter news. Uh, monster Hunter Stories Two has been dated. We were released physically and digitally on July 9th. They're going to have new amiibos coming out that are GameStop exclusive, and I cannot wait to buy them. Specifically because there's a really cute Palico one that just looks adorable. Did they say if the old Amiibos will work with this game too? I don't know if it said anywhere. I didn't see anything about that in the story. I haven't been watching news for this because I just want to be surprised when it comes out. Yes, but um, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Rune will come out digitally and physically on July 9th for Nintendo Switch with a Steam PC release also revealed launching on the same day. And then we've got more Monster Hunter Rise news. There's a new demo out. The game's going to be out on March 26th. Um, and the trailer just has some very interesting bits. Um, just go watch the trailer. There's all sorts of different stuff. And I guess there's some... Oh, never mind. I misread that. I, I thought that there was something going on in the uh, world game, but I guess not. But yeah, tons of Monhan news. Yay. Um, tons of Nihon Falcom news. Um, Legend of Heroes Kuro no Kisiki media has been announced. Um, so is this the first time we're hearing the official title? No, they, they had announced it a few weeks back in in an interview with one of the Japanese magazines okay. so so but the the media is new so, so this is going to sorry ahead. Ahead, this sorry. is going to be the sequel to Hajimari no Kiseki which i guess these are dual games kind of like how Crossbow was uh no, no. no, no. Hajimari is like the Hajimari would be the closest to like Trails third it's kind of an in between game where oh, okay. it's, uh, it's finishing of- off some yeah. It's kind Go of Crossbell 3. Yeah. Okay. It kind of and like the, finishes off storylines and then sets up the next series. Um, and the then new this one is Calvard. Yes. So completely yes. new Calvard 1. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to Calvard, which is the leader in orbital vehicle production and the first city to have traffic lights. So Kiseki, Detroit. 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. That works. Um, It has its own underground for hire group known as the Spriggans. And while there are police in the Bracer Guild, the Spriggans deal with jobs that the the intelligence division would prefer to keep quiet. So they're kind of hush, hush. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they're we doing kind of like dark stuff, bounty hunting, that kind of thing. We saw a little bit of this division in Cold Steel 4. And then it yeah, doesn't that, really come up in Hajimari as far as I remember. Yeah. So I, I was watching someone play in Japanese and I don't know, understand <laughs> Japanese. So well, that, 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 they've played uh, the, the intelligence vision from Calvert played quite a bit of role in Crossbell as well. Well, One of the major characters in the Intelligence Vision was back in the original uh, Trails in the Sky games, Kilika. She was a bracer back then. Okay, gotcha. It all ties Uh, together. It's Kiseki. Yeah. (laughs) The the main character is named Van Arkride, who's a Spriggan, and then you've also got a girl named Agnes Caudel, who's a high school student and it's a member of its student council and then let's see who else you've got fairy fell a 13 member of the kura soldiers jaeger corps and then who's this last character 19 year old 19 year old aaron y a playboy who's the leader of a group of youths in edith's eastern quarter and he's a martial artist yeah and then the other big thing is they announced their there they started showing off the battle system which they had previously said was going to be kind of a mix between action and uh, regular turn base. And I don't know if you, you watched the videos where they were actually showing the combat. Where you, can, you know, I mean, the other big thing that they're, they're doing, you know, all, all way the entire way up to this in all the game, games, it's always been, you you run around on the world and then you know, like you transition into an actual battle scene. In this one, it's going to be completely seamless. The enemies are just going to be out of the world. You attack them. And it looks like you're just going to be able to tra- you know, transition between either just doing like a, a normal action combat or then swap over into turn-based combat at will. Oh, that's, that, that sounds like that's going to be fun. So kind of like Final Fantasy VII Remake? Yeah, I, I guess. I haven't, I haven't gotten around to playing that, Kelly, is that I know you? there are action and turn-based in FF7 Remake. I didn't know you could go back and forth seamlessly. I don't think you can go back and forth seamlessly. I think you have to switch it in the menu. Yeah. Okay. See, see this, this is more like if you're fighting scrubs, you can just kind of fight them action style and swap between the characters, and then if you, you know, like, if you're fighting someone a little bit difficult, you probably swap over to turn, turn-based. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit more thoughtful and strategic about how you're doing the battles. Gotcha. So it could yes. really like speed up combat as well. Yeah, I I want to see this in in person and I I mean I'm looking at the the, the fighting right now and it looks fabulous. I I want to see how this actually plays cuz if if it catches up RPGs will need to do that for me going forward. <laughs> that's something Anything that's been that, a, that helps out with the the slow, you know, the slow grind yeah. that instead makes it kind of like fast and quick. quick yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be curious, that's for sure. But I think we still got to get that other Kaseki game in the U.S. first. Yep. Yeah, it, the, Calvert won't make sense without... Mm-hmm. Without, without Hajimari, um, and I think they'll probably be Crossbell before that. So, yep. could be a while. 
Um, and other Kiseki news, uh, Trails of Cold Steel is getting a television series anime. And this looks a little, little bit better than the last time Cold Steel, or the uh, Kiseki series got an anime. So that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we wasn't it Trails in the Sky? And yeah. It, wasn't it not very good? Well, well, oh, geez. So, so it was like a low-budget OVA. It was like 45 minutes long total. It was like two, two episodes, basically. And it was just Trails in the Sky, second chapter is all they adapted. So you had to have known, you know, you had, it's totally something just kind of like fan service for fans. Because if you were to watch this without actually having played the games first, it, and you, you remember how long Trails in the Sky, second chapter is, you know, it's a beefy 70, 80 hour game. And they converted that down to 45 minutes. So you can Ooh. imagine how well that worked. We couldn't even sum up the plot and the backtrack in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So this one's going to be like an all-new story set in Erebonia. So it sounds like it may use a lot of the characters, but it will be... It's, it's not just going to be a straight retelling of the games, which sounds like a good idea. That usually works out better, especially in trying to figure out how to adapt, you know, this, you know, those four, you know, what, 60 to 100 hour games into one cohesive narrative. I mean, I wonder that, that if could they could focus like... more on like what oh, Blue Girl. Oh. Laura? This is a different Emma's anime. older sister. Whose older sister? I'm, Emma's I... older sister. Oh, Vita, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, there's yeah. all sorts of stuff that we know that she was doing behind the scenes, but we don't see any of it, and it's never really been hard confirmed what the hell she was doing. Yeah, and she was one of my favorite characters. She is a fan favorite character. Oh, yeah. So. And I, and I mean, this, is, this doesn't look like it's going to be super low budget. I mean, Funimation is putting in, you know, Funimation is huge, and they're putting money into, into the actual production of this, so. Hopefully we get something that's kind of decent and interesting to watch. Yeah, we, we shall see. Um, and less exciting uh, video game news. Nipt- Have you guys ever wanted to play a Neptunia game and a Sagan Kakura game at the same time? Mm, not can really. I ask, can I ask a question first? Yes. Yeah. What are all these other... In the thing where they showed off the anime, what are all these other games they show in this video? Those look like... Like, some of these are, like, chibi and stuff. And, like, this one has Estelle. All right. I don't understand what this is. So, that looks like Falcom's whole catalog. Yeah. I mean, these are multiple games from multiple generations. But why would she be in a game that looks like this? That's not the game that she was in. That's Nayuta. Oh, okay. I don't that's know Adol and... Um, Estelle next to each other. That's weird. So that's Nayuta. That Nekiseki. shouldn't happen. That, that's Ease versus North Oh, no sorry. Ease versus Kaseki. They had an Ease versus? Yeah. Yes. I'm so confused. It was a <laughs> fighting-ish game. Was it bad? No. No, it was We fun. didn't get it here, did we? No. 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 Was it basically Falcom Smash Brothers? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, it, it was kind of like was open arenas anime? and you fight against against other people you could even do like online battles with that yeah back on the psb more persona 4 arena yeah yeah it, uh, it, it's okay. um oh geez it was i mean it was uh done in like the e7 engine if memory serves so that that's kind of the 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 battle system you're thinking there think like that only playing against other people instead of uh 
fighting mobs of in. Okay. So, did they show any of the anime? No, no, no they're just like an all right, cool. I think, I think this was just a... Got it. Yeah, I saw. I see the title card. I think this was just a re- retrospective stream. I'm. Yeah, yeah. This, oh, is, for this the is They also announced the uh, the new Trails game in it. Yeah, show yeah. That. Uh, okay. I found that in here. Okay, cool. Carry on. What do we got? So Neptunia? back to back to my original joke. Yeah, Have sorry. you guys ever wanted to play Neptunia and Sig and Kakura at the same time? No, not really. Well, too bad because they announced a crossover. Oh. What if I don't want to play either of them at any time? Uh, then don't play them. Okay, cool. It's it's okay not to like things. I think that's what he was trying to say at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but Anna said I have to like these other the things. Time. What? Anna says I have to like the Xbox games and play them now. What? She told me that. I have it on tape. That isn't what I so, said, but mm-hmm. moving on. So com- Compile Heart and... Uh, I think it's just Compile Heart and that. Oh, Compile Heart and Marvelous. And now Sinren, Nin Nin, Ninja, Tyson, Neptune. Um, what a title. It, that's the name of the game. It's going to okay. have visual novel style events and action combat. And I hate that the action kind of looks fun in this. How dare uh, it? The, <laughs> the, the combat in the Sinren Kagura games Are, is excellent. It's pretty, pretty decent. It's yeah, yeah. solid. Yeah. It's whether you want to watch. TNA bouncing all over the place. There's lots of that in those games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't say no to most TNA, but there's only so much you can take. It's just really bouncy. Really, really <laughs> bouncy. Absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I really mean, bouncy. I, so you I bounced en- off it. I, I enjoyed the first two that I played. And then I kind of got tired of the series. Can we talk about the next game that's actually interesting? Yes. Um, Outer Worlds Murder on Eridanos is releasing next week. <sighs> this is this is uh, Dr. Thunder Fallout, right? Yes. Yeah. This is Dr. Film Thunder Noir. Film Noir. Do I, get, do I get this with on Game Pass or do I have to pay it separately? I think you have to pay for this. Lame. Thank. So this, is this DLC or an expansion? Why does it look oh, like the DLC. lady from Control? That's also weird. Okay. It's DLC that can be purchased individually or as part of the Season Pass bundle, and it's going to be for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And you will go to the floating islands of Eridanos to find clues about the murder of the Rizzo's beverage spokesperson, Halcyon Helen. And you guys sound really excited about this. I like murder mystery games. I don't ever get to play them. In fact, I don't think I've ever played one. No, maybe two. I need to get on top of that. L.A. Noir. No, I like good murder mystery games. Okay. I need to find um, some and then play them. I'm hoping this will be one. There we go. Is that phrase properly? The, wasn't the Batman Telltale game supposed to be pretty murder mystery? We played them. Mm. I don't think you oh, can. No, that was more mysteries. of um, Grapple Away. Okay. It, Kelly, Kelly, you need to play that game and always choose to Grapple Away. Is the only proper way to end a conversation. You're Batman. Oh, so you so you always Batman in that Batman. Always game? Batman in that Batman game. <laughs> yeah, Chris might... really leaned towards being Batman all the time in that game. <laughs> as I think soon as it was... come on the screen, like they're explaining some plot point, it said, "Grab, grab, 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 grab,
Okay, Vaughn, I know you don't really like Telltale games, but I think we need to play this. I'm just putting that out there. Because if you um, get to grapple away in the middle of a conversation, that's like the Batman dream. Do make sure that you play them in order. Don't yes. give in to the temptation of playing the second one first. Why would you be tempted to? Because it's better. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Oh, Vaughn says he's fine with the Arkham series right now. Okay. Do you get to grapple them out of conversations? I don't remember. I only watched him play Arkham. The only thing I remember about Arkham is him doing, getting the party pooper trophy where he walked into the room where there were thugs holding a party for him and then he blew them all up and then Aww. got an achievement for it. Which was hilarious. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Because we both didn't expect the achievement to pop. <laughs> anyway, um... For news that only me and Wheels care about, Squeenix details Saga Frontier Remastered's Fuse content. Um, Fuse was a cut character from the original game. And we have like kind of a whole thing from the game directors and writers and stuff about all this. Yeah, Square Enix asked the major development staff to provide some message regarding Fuse and new content in the remaster. So, I can't wait for this, though. I might not buy it firsthand. I know that you guys don't give two craps about Saga, I so... Yeah, is this one of the good Saga games? No. Oh. Then why would I... Why is there a hedgehog at the table? Because it's one of the characters. Oh, okay. This was, <laughs> I think, the very first game that I reviewed for RP Gamer. I did not enjoy it, but I didn't know how to write or review for a game that I didn't like. It's the hardest thing to do, right? It is so hard. So it's well, really an acquired... Was it mediocre? Because if you hated it, then it's easier, right? The problem was, is it was twofold. I didn't mm -hmm. like it, but mm -hmm. it wasn't that it was a bad game. Oh, that's bad. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone says, well, why'd you let this person review it? Because sometimes you need to get someone with a different perspective on a review. Yeah, I think this is just bad, bad timing for the release because it comes out like a couple of days before uh, the near remakes. So I'm way more interested in the near remake. But yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, that was it for the news. Now we just have briefs. I'm, I'm sorry. Briefs. <laughs> we have briefs, but we actually have trunks. <laughs> what? So, Trunks DLC is coming to DBZ Kakarot. <laughs> okay. It's the third DLC pack for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot titled Trunks the Warrior of Hope. So, Kakarot any good, I forget. Um, depends who you ask. It It seems to be pretty divisive in terms of reviews. I, isn't there a character named Briefs in that in that series that I'm blanking on? Um, don't Vaughn knows. Though, so. Vaughn is saying in the chat room at the start of Arkham Knight, you talk with Jim Gordon, he turns around and then turns back, and you think Batman's going to be miles away, but no, he's like two meters down a railing. Mm -hmm. And Vaughn also says that Briefs is Bulma's last name. Bulma Wait, Briefs? seriously? Oh, that would yeah. be funny. That whole family is named after underwear, yeah. I think. 
That wouldn't be surprising to me. Dragon okay. Ball is so weird. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, her dad is named Dr. Brief, so that's where that comes from. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then the they announce a new record. In another anime adaptation, they announce a new record of Lotus War game. Oh, no, this was announced Dita a while ago. Wonder- We've seen this oh, before. Was? Yeah. Also, this is, just new footage this is not an anime. This oh, yeah. is a Castlevania record- game. Well, yes, but Record of Lotus War is an anime game. Ye- so yeah. Record of Lotus War is an anime. Yeah. But Wonderland and Deedlet Gosh, is not an anime. It is a Castlevania this Symphony is, of the Night style game. This is a Symphony of the Night game. Symphony of the Night ass Symphony of the Night game. Yeah. This is like... Yeah. Straight up, she looks like Alucard. She runs like Alucard. She floats like the Alucard. Menu. They're all of the... the menu is that. Yeah. So they're going but for the I, style. I will... will they hit the addictive nature and make people like it? So yeah. Scar played the demo for this when it came out last year on his channel before he started streaming a lot on the RP Gamer channel. Mm-hmm. And he loved the demo. So I'm trying to talk him around to playing this on our channel. Yeah, I will play anything that mimics the Symphony of the Night, because Symphony of the Night is one of my favorite games. And mm-hmm. Anime Man is saying, Deedit is a character in Record of the Lotus War. Yes, so. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Deedlet is in that series. <laughs> so there, there you go. It is an anime game, damn it. Yeah. No, it's totally an anime game. But it's also just straight up Symphony of the Night with a license. I was trying to make a transition, damn it. You okay. stepped on it. What is it? Um, I, speaking of anime games, yeah. from going from DBZ to Record of Lotus War. Wait. Hey, guess what? I don't think Dungeon of Nobleherk is an anime game. Naholbjörk. Yeah, Naholbjörk. I played some uh, of this. You didn't like it. Um, No, no, it just didn't grab me. Okay. It's fine. It's got its funny. It's I just... am way more likely to play it on console console which it's coming to this summer for ps4 xbox one and nintendo switch it's a very like kind of cute they go for the obvious dungeon adventure party jokes you know with like a oh this is based off of a pair a parody audio series from french author john lang yeah and it has um felicia felicia day plays one of one of the characters and Probably other voice actors I should recognize play other characters, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I mean now our I... review didn't. Our reviewer didn't hate it. Well, that's great. Now so I'm mildly right curious with that game you were talking about earlier that I don't remember. Are there any critical role people playing other characters? I don't mm, think so. I don't think so. I didn't recognize any of the voices. There's like no Matt Mercer day. if that's what you're looking. Well, Matt, Matt or Travis or yeah, Laura. No. No, I think Felicia's the biggest name on this one, though. Okay. And then finally, Vaporium Walkdown Switch release is coming this month. It's going to come out on Dungeon Crawler, March right? twenty. Yeah, March twenty second. This is the sequel to Vaporium, and yeah, Dungeon Crawler is going to be twenty one ninety nine. Um, that kind of a sci-fi of Grimrock game. Yeah. And this is where I make my, did you know Wizardry was a sci-fi series? And everyone says, no. And I'm like, it is. Look, here. They're in space. And I'm like, uh, uh, great. Yeah, but then Japan got its hands on it. No, the Japan's the ones that put it in space. Oh, really? That's what I'm saying. Wait. 
which wizardry was in space? They're all in space. Oh. That's the revelation. Okay. Is they all, they're all on different planets, and there's interstellar travel, and then later games just don't interact with that at all. And it doesn't matter, because once you're on the planet, it, the sci-fi maze will not exist. So it's like, it's really just a trivia thing for people like me to be like, did you know? And then for you to block me on Twitter. <laughs> okay. That's, that's really the extent I'm of the in. sci-fi-ness of wizardry. But also, if wizardry is sci-fi, Japan didn't do that because Japan didn't start developing the wizardry games. Until yeah, after I don't think like it goes seven. sci-fi reveal until like five or something. Okay, that's before it went to Japan. Oh, okay then. All right. I think the first one Japan that was doesn't care about the sci-fi. Japan <laughs> was like seven. Listen, all I'm saying is it's fodder for a YouTube expose series. One okay. of those. Did you know wizardry was always in space? Let's re- let's roll back to Wizardry One. It came out in 1988. You know, in the 45 minute YouTube documentary. What's that channel that does those? That you did like? you know gaming? Did you know gaming? There yeah. you go. <laughs> I, I like that channel. They have good. I'm just good saying, content. it's like ripe for that structure of video. I also, I, like I was finally catching up on Doctor Cullen this week because he, like me, thinks that he's eight is better than he's nine. Everyone has the right to be wrong. Says the like, person who hasn't even played it. it. <laughs> I I think I'm of the opinion right now that nine is better than eight. Okay. What's what's Josh, the best East fan say? I'm very much on the nine is better than eight. Okay. Well, you're both wrong. <laughs> I don't think I am, Anna. Did you play but... the Vita version of it, Anna? Um, yeah, I need to go back and play a real version of it. So not uh, Switch? Yeah, so you might not like some of the additions <laughs> they added to the... Or I, I, yeah, I, I think I might like the Vita version better than the console versions. Let's put it that way. Why? <laughs> the the Oh, because of the, the night raids. Yeah, that kind of got over the top at points. <laughs> Hurry back to base, there's a raid. The Hurry link. back yeah. to base, there's a raid. Maybe you should come back to base. I think there might be a raid. The raids so, themselves sorry. are fine. Just kind of breaks up the game on, in unfortunate ways. Okay. The space thing made me remember something about Skyrim. I did download the Space Core mod just to have it in my inventory. And I didn't notice that when you go to the skill screen that Wheatley um, is floating around the screen when you download that mod. Did you guys know that? What are you talking about? The Space Core mod in Skyrim. I don't know Did anything about down- the Space Core mod. No. So when um, Steam announced Steam Workshop for Skyrim, they put out uh, Valve put oh, out their little go. mod that, that puts the Space Core in Skyrim, and okay. he falls. And, yeah. yeah, he falls, and you pick him up, and you can carry him around. In the skill screen that shows, you know, the constellations. Wheatley is flying around in that skill screen if you download cool. that mod. What is the space core? I'm going to go to space. Go to space. space. Gotta go to space. space. Gotta go to space. As far as I know, it's from the VR game. Is it actually from Portal 2 as well? No, it's from, it's from Portal 2. He was at the very end. Um, he became kind of a meme onto himself when Portal 2 was a thing. Which, wow, that game's turning 10 years old next month? Yeah. Holy crap. We're old. We but, are. Haven't um, you seen that funny meme that's like what you think Final Fantasy was 20 years ago? Yep. 
course, yep. the irony of that meme is they're using the Final Fantasy IV retranslation, which did in fact come out 20 years ago. Um, yeah, Vaughn, bought, uh, the, on the day that Portal 2 came out, he also bought the Final Fantasy IV collection for me because I had it pre-ordered. He stayed home sick that day because he was legit sick. Um, so he picked that up for me and Portal 2 and then played it all day. Because I came home at lunchtime and he was he was playing. Yeah, he had a cold. So like okay, and then I came home at dinner time, and was like, "Have you not moved from that spot the past four hours?" And he goes, "No." And I go, "Are you hungry?" Yeah. You want me to make you some ramen? Please, mm-hmm. please do. That's how the conversation went. <laughs> nice. And then I think like a couple of hours later, he's like, "Hey, hey I think I finished Portal 2. Was uh, so, the general telling him to make lemonade? When life yeah. gives you lemons, throw them back at them. I demand a yeah. refund. I demand to see your manager. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he fin- finished the game in like 10 hours was very impressive. Wait, I thought it was shorter than that. Um, I mean, isn't the first Portal game only a, like a handful of hours? Yeah, the second one can be beaten in 10 hours, and this was before anybody had figured out some of the trickier solutions, so he had, like, no help trying to get through some of the harder gotcha. And he said, he's giving a correction. When I asked if he was hungry, he said, very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Space car is rolling downhill. It's worse than the cheese wheels. That's a lot of space. space. Yeah. I don't have the sound enabled. I bet they're all saying space, too. Yeah, but I didn't realize that you hadn't eaten all day yeah. at that point. God, no wonder you felt like crap. Oh, and that's the other thing. Everybody thought that day that he stayed home to play Portal and was faking being sick. No, he was legit sick. I was there. He did not feel well at all. Are, I think are, he caught... Whoa, Kelly. Pent up oh, frustration. Who are you complaining to? Who are you trying I to justify know. this to? Just yeah, like who, nobody's on the stream who thought he was sick or thought he wasn't he sick. Was, he was. <laughs> I know this was ten years ago, but <laughs> this this was like when you Final are Fantasy very IV. invested in insisting he was definitely sick that day. Because everybody I tell I that story I think to you protest too much. <laughs> everybody I tell that story to it's like he was just faking being sick. I'm like no, no, he was he was sick. He was totally sick. He caught it from me because I remember the week before being homesick and tried to play Dragon Quest Eight, and just that just wasn't happening. And uh, and yeah, that's the thing with me and Vaughn. When he's sick, he's like just conscious enough that he can enjoy video games. When I'm sick, I just die for two days. Is that noise <laughs> the cat? The little Ooh. yeah, that was okay. her. But this meme makes me sad. Because that's accurate. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I go play some walk I should be in space by now if that's 20 years ago. <laughs> Final Fantasy X was 20 years ago? Yes. Yeah. 21 yeah. years ago at this I'm point. Done. I'm done. Are we done with the show? I have to go. He's sad. Tell us what's coming out. 
Yeah, you have to tell us what's coming out. Here's what's coming out from space. Kingdoms of Amalur, re-reckoning for the Switch this week. Saviors uh, of- you may want to wait on our on the Kingdoms of Amalur. Given how buggy even the PS4 version of it was that, like I think our reviewer had multiple game-breaking bugs and was never able to finish it, you might want to wait on the Switch port and you know see some reviews before you pick that up. <laughs> Good to know. We have a combo pack of, I guess, experienced dungeon crawlers, Saviors of Saffir Wings, and Stranger of Sword City Revisited for the Switch. Yes. We have Signs of the Sojourner for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. I think that was previously on, like, Game Pass or something. But uh, I could be wrong. It was on something that I had access to. Um, That's the card-based RPG travel novel thing where you're cat lady, sort of, but not really... I don't know. You might just have a cat hoodie. It's very confusing. It, oh, it, I think it was Apple Arcade. That's what it was. Okay. Anyway, it's on uh, consoles now. Dungeon Defenders Awakened for Xbox and Xbox Series X. Isn't that still... Is that the redo of the first one, or is this the... No, that's the. this that's is the, the next one. Is it not um, early access anymore? Um, It's still early access on Steam as far no, as No, no, it's not. Nope. Oh, no, it isn't. No. Ooh. Um, I don't know what an exit. I remember that reviewing so well, so maybe hold. Well, the reactions, all reviews are mostly positive. Recent reviews are mixed on Steam, so check it out first and see. That means, like, if you're up for this style of gameplay, though, it's probably going to be fine. It's co-op, have fun with your friends, sort of thing. Um, Is it rife with microtransactions still? I don't know. I'm gonna have to check on that. Okay, that's it. Um. And if you want to see what came out last week, we've got a link up um, on our show called the New Release, or on our site called New Release Roundup. You can talk about Battle Brothers, Pascal's Wager, and see some of the sales links for the week uh, to do your own perusing and decide what you want to pick up. Save some money. Play all the games. Do what your wife says. Those are those are my advice for you this week. <laughs> Mostly the latter. Um, what are you going to play this week, Josh? Well, well, I'm going to finish Trails, and then i got to decide what I do with my life after finishing Trails. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tough thing to Nothing. do. Nothing. You have an existential crisis. That's right. I don't think you can actually yeah. finish Trails. I'm doing my best to not, but right. <laughs> it has to end eventually. Anna Marie? Um, I'm going to be streaming Bravely Default 2 weekday mornings starting at 9.30 a.m. plays this game all day long. All she does is grind. I can't believe she's not one-shotting everything. Bosses are hard. It's like you have to use your strategy instead of your levels. I mean, I don't grind levels as much as I grind JP. And capture monsters. Kelly, what are you going to play? I'm going to finish up Ease 9, and I'm going to play more Bravery Default. And I might throw in more Skyrim. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so I need to put more time into Bravely Default. Um What am I gonna play? You're gonna play Ryza too. It's gonna arrive tomorrow, apparently. Yeah. So I could start playing it tomorrow. Let's see if you like it as much as Sam and um, She only gave it a three out of five. I know. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully you like it more than they did. We'll see. Um, but I thought you said I should play the Xbox. I think you should set up the Xbox. Ah, okay. So that when you are ready to play it, it is there, 
instead of sitting in the box waiting for 8 trillion packages. And, oh, wait, you also need to download a whole bunch of games. Yeah, I do. I'm just saying, get a little bit proactive. Mm -hmm. You're right. When do all those Game Pass games come to... to... Bethesda games are coming to the Game Pass, by the way. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, okay. I should download, like, a billion games then. Mm Mm-hmm. I I know you guys get annoyed when I start planning my JRPG July in like March, but I might play. I thought you guys made fun of me for it. No. Mainly because I changed my mind 30 times. <laughs> okay, that's the part I make fun of you for. Okay. I play? I, Ryza and Ryza 2 might be my JRPG July game. Ooh, and I could play Fallout 76. Please don't. I could also play Fallout New Vegas. That one I would not be as opposed to. What about all the Wolfenstein games? Can I play those? Sure. You'd watch those? No. Oh, you'd leave the room? I'm not sure if I would leave the room, but I am not particularly They're supposed interested. to be funny, and you go on a drug trip in the second one. What? Yeah. Like, it has animated characters that show up on screen while you're tripping on LSD. It's ah, weird. Chris, yes, you, you too can join the libs movement by insisting that Nazis are bad. Yes. <laughs> So maybe I'll play Dishonored 2. That's what I should do. <laughs> Out of those lists. <laughs> Fallout, Fallout um, New Vegas for in honor of Max Storm. And then Dishonored 2 in honor of my backlog. And Wolfenstein in honor of game reviewers who say that series is real funny. Um, though maybe not Youngblood. And uh, yeah. Youngblood is the one that um, the daughter comes and plays, right? Yeah. It's... Yeah. it's the structure is different, though, and people are down on it. Yeah, people, it didn't review as well because it wasn't what people expected. It, it also didn't sound like it's what people liked either. That's fair. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It might be that. It might be more than that. Okay. Uh, it was Mario Day. Did anyone celebrate Mario Day somehow? Um, I own uh, all of the Mario games that were on sale except for um, Sonic and Mario, and it only went on sale for like 15 bucks. Uh, so why would I get it when it's been on sale for 30 bucks? Let's see. There was Super Mario Maker 2. I have. Super Mario Party. You have. Luigi's Mansion 3. You beat. And Mario Tennis Aces that you don't want. Right. The only one out of the Mario sale that I wanted was Sonic and Mario. But again, it's it went down to list. $40. And it's been on sale for 30 before. It's not even on the Mario list, Anna. It, but it, it is on sale. Oh, okay. It's probably a separate, because it's third party, I guess. I bought Mario U Deluxe for the Switch on eBay because that was the one that I was missing. And, of course, it wasn't on sale anywhere, but found a decent deal on eBay. And I definitely needed that one because I do like the new Mario, the new Super Mario Brothers games, despite people's trepidations with that series. big Square Enix sale on the Switch. Yeah, unfortunately, I have everything. Mystery Dungeon, everybody. Yeah, I think you have that. You beat that, right? Yep. Collection of Mana, you have that. You resold it, yep. didn't you? Dragon Quest 1, 2, two and, and 3. Which I bought and played all of. All of. FF9. I don't really want to replay that. FF7. Why would I play the original when I could play the remake? Because they're slightly different. Final Fantasy 8. <sighs> I didn't like it the first time. 10, 10 2 HD remaster. Um, how many systems do we need to have that on? The Switch. All of them. Yes, that too. 20 years ago. 
Uh, FF12, The Zodiac Age. We have a copy of that, physically. 15 Pocket Edition. I loved that game. Everybody should buy it. I am Setsuna. Um, I can't remember if I own that one. No, I own Lost Sphere. Lost Sphere, that's but the next one. Also, I am Setsuna has gone down less than twenty dollars. What about Okinaki? I don't even remember. That no, one. it's more. It's not my kind of game. Romancing Saga Two. Why would I buy a Saga game? Because this one's supposed to be good. Mm. It's three. That's the good one. This oh. one's kind of Romancing medium. Saga Three, also on sale. Yeah. No, I just don't really want a Saga. That's the game new right one. Now. Three is the new one. No, I don't know anymore. Okay. Saga Scarlet Grace Ambitions? That's the one that Phil Rage quit off of. Oh, let's not play that. Spelunker Party. I'm just going to move right on. Star Ocean First Departure R? I've never liked Star Ocean. Oh. Trials of Mana. Someone should have you play that game, Mana. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. World of Final Fantasy Maxima is on sale? Maybe I should play it again. I have that. You didn't play it, though. Uh, Maxima? No, not yet. Fear Effect Sedna? What the hell is that? I don't know. It looks like an adventure game based on its picture. All right. Forgotten Anne? Oh, is that on sale? Yes. I do need to pick that up. Oh, okay. What is it? It is a puzzle game with minor platforming segments. Okay. Octahedron Transfixed Edition. What? Yeah, I know. Oh my Godhead's Party Edition. Another what? Don't get this one. Final Fantasy Explorers. That's a 3DS game. I know. It's Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. Man, oh, I that want one's them, good. I want them to do a Theater Rhythm game on Switch. Yeah, that's not in this sale. Then two Party Pack games on the sale. Two and four. That's your Switch sale update. Oh. Surprise I'll tell you, I had... I had my finger hovered over the buy button for po- uh, 15 Pocket, but oh, I've got enough shit so to play good. right now. I know, I know. Real 15, though, Anna. Yes, but Pocket's great. Yeah, but it's the same story. Mm-hmm. It's more I, story because it has the DLC. <laughs> I've had enough time in between now and when I played 15 to forget the story enough to want to play through Pocket just to get the bite-sized version of that game. But I'm also... I I just spent $60 on Rise of 2 that I'm not even going to get to for three months, so... They announced another pocket game. And, an, and it was phone only, and I wanted to be Switch. Yeah, 7. 7. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's the one that goes through all of the 7 games. Yeah. Oh, I really hope they make that for Switch. I will certainly buy that when it comes out, but yeah, it's kind of same thing. Dave, so, I, I'm more likely to play said the seven little remake thing on my tablet. That's fair. I, I mean, for me, it's a question of will it have controller support if the iOS version does. Um, then I will totally play it on iOS. PC version of Ease 8 is on sale on GOG.com, $23.99. We have it on Switch. I know, but I'm telling you, for you were supposed to say, yeah, everyone should go buy it, because Ease 8's better. Okay. That, that's what, that was your chance. Okay. No? All right. I tried. <laughs> Going through game sales just makes me remember all the series that I'm like, I want to play all those, but I'm never going to. 
Like, here's RFL. I should play that shit. Nope. Maybe you should make a list of games. Uh, here's Plague Tale Innocence. That's... I want a sequel to that so freaking bad. And I bet they won't make one. It makes me so sad. Oh, that game was good. Okay. Enough of this. What are we doing? What are we playing this week? Oh, we did that. Yep. We already did that. That's it. That's Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, if you'd like to answer our question of the week, which is... What schoolyard fib did you hear as a kid regarding uh, games? And then uh, if you would like to provide an answer, go to rpgamer.com, find the show thread, put it right in there. You can also text us at 608-729-4098. Um, leave a voicemail. We'll play it right here on the show. And you can email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. Of course, the only thing people ever do is the show thread. But hey, I'll keep giving you the other options. Maybe you'll use them. Um, if you would like to watch us live, it's twitch.tv slash rpgamer. And then you too can see my kitty on the stream and Anna Marie um, cross-stitching. And we'll catch you next week at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Or you can download, if you're watching us live, excuse me, you can download the podcast on your favorite podcast store of your choice. Um, It's free, of course. Podcast stores are just a listing. That's all I got for you. Thanks for watching. Anyone want to say anything? Thanks, Del North, for the Uh, music. Yep. Thanks, Forecast, for the encoding. Yep. Thank you for listening. Eclipse has awakened. Watch your. Okay, she's back in the bed. Never mind. Yep. I thought she was getting ready to go harass you again. My favorite part is she gets into the bed and she sits on the bottle cap. And then she's kind <laughs> of like, I don't feel like I can sit comfortably. Maybe I'm sitting on something, but she never does anything about it. Why is there a bottle cap in her bed? Twinkle toes. Um, I, okay. I've learned that they're the most popular cat toy in our house, so I've started to keep them when I'm done with a soda bottle. And so I just have one at hand usually, and they enjoy it. Oops. Yeah, I'll I'll bet you 90% of those are going to end up under the fridge or under the oven. I've blocked off under the fridge because Scamper's mice kept ending up there. But uh, yes, they will end up under something. Probably the couch. Yeah, I I had to block block off the oven in a similar manner. Um, Yardstick and double-sided tape. Oh, good idea. Anyway. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.